0: This episode of Rebecca Enchanted is brought to you by FTM Travel. FTM Travel has earned the distinction of being named a Disney earmarked agency with a dedicated team that is ready to help you with all of your Disney destination dreams. From Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, and Aulani in Hawaii, let our agents turn your vacation dreams into your dream vacation. There is never any fee for our services. They are complimentary when you book your vacation through us. Visit our website at www.ftmtravel.com. So that's F as in ferry, T as in trip, M as in mother. Again, that's www.ftmtravel.com or email us at info at ftmtravel.com. Be sure to mention that you heard about us on the Rebecca Enchanted podcast. Welcome to episode 35 of Rebecca Enchanted. I'm Rebecca Mitchell, your fairy pod mother. Um, I apologize for my little bit of a hiatus. I went on vacation, and then I got really sick when I came back from vacation. So I'm doing much better now, and I felt like my voice was strong enough to do an episode. So this is going to be about my recent trip to Disneyland. And to give you some background, a group of agent friends and I went out to Disneyland to do an Adventures by Disney short escape trip. Uh, But we added on some extra time before and after to do some things at Disneyland. And I will cover the Adventures by Disney portion in the next episode next week. But we did so much, we packed into a short amount of time at Disneyland that I really wanted to give you the ins and outs of that to help you plan your own trip and as always you can follow along with me on Rebecca Enchanted on Instagram and Facebook. Um you know, I'm most probably active on Instagram, so if you want to follow me there and I have a lot of highlights in my stories from this trip. So our adventure started on a Thursday uh and there were 8 of us going, so I decided to go in late Tuesday night. Um, there were four of us that actually arrived on Tuesday and then four that arrived on Wednesday. But I wanted a full day at Disneyland on Wednesday. So I arrived in pretty late. Um, I think I got in about 11 o'clock that night. And I flew in to SNA, the Orange County Airport. And if you're going to Disneyland, I do recommend that airport if, you know, if it's within the same kind of price range. It's just a little bit closer to Disneyland, quite a bit. Easier. You don't really have to fight so much of the traffic. Of course, I didn't have a problem at eleven o'clock at night, but you know, if if you're flying in during the day too, it's just a little bit easier um, to go in and out of SNA. Just a tip. And um, actually, I had a driver from that had been arranged by Adventures by Disney. So that's a tip. Um, Even though I came in early, a couple days early from my trip, or for excuse me, a couple days before my adventure, you provide them with your flight information. If you do not arrange your flights through Adventures by Disney, you provide them with your flight information and they will still arrange your transportation. So I had transportation from the airport. Um, He waited with me to get my luggage, you know, and it was just the typical, you know, my name on a sign and he sent me a text that he was there and it was no problem meeting up with him. Super easy, um, very nice way to arrive at our resort and for the one night uh, that there were three of us that decided to stay at the Paradise Pier a hotel and I had not stayed there before I have stayed at the other two Disneyland resorts but I wanted to stay there at Paradise Pier we had a very nice room um, cute Pixar touches throughout the room so that like ball that you're used to seeing for Pixar those were the pillows in the room and some really nice Disney touches throughout the room. We had a patio that we, of course, didn't have time to use because, because we got in so late. Um, but then also the other two that were staying with me, they got in around midnight. So we had a really short night, but we had extra magic hours in the morning beginning at 7 o'clock. So if you are a guest of a Disneyland resort, you are entitled to the extra magic hour uh, every morning of your stay. And so this morning happened to be California Adventure that was doing the extra magic hour. And while I don't typically recommend that extra magic hour at Disney World, I do very much recommend it at Disneyland. Um, You can get a lot done and you'll hear me talk about how much we got done. So we stayed club level, uh, so which meant we had, uh, you know, just kind of a display of breakfast items, and so we really quick grabbed those and then headed over to the park. It probably took us, I would say, maybe 12 minutes to walk to the park, and that might be on the high end. It could have been closer to 10 minutes, and um, it's very close to the Disneyland Hotel, so almost equidistant. It did not take us very long to walk, and you... Enter through security as soon as you enter into downtown Disney. So as you're walking, you'll head through downtown Disney and that is where you go through security, uh, which is nice to have that as the first point And then you kind of can head out to the parks after that. So you'll walk through downtown Disney and then uh, California adventure was on our right we had to pick up tickets at will call so we were able to do that quickly and get into the park and the first ride we chose to ride was the Incredicoaster because that one is um I've ridden it before but not as when it was themed as Incredicoaster and uh we were like you know because at this point it's like 7 15 in the morning and we were like oh, wow, that was quite a way to wake up because it goes upside down. You know, it's a fast coaster. It's a really, really, really fun roller coaster. I was like, "Woo, okay, that's how we're going to wake up today. Uh, So we did that. And then we also headed over to Guardians of the Galaxy to do that. So that is like Tower of Terror at Disney World. But it's themed to Guardians of the Galaxy. And it is just the most fun. It is so, so, so fun. I can't even describe to you how fun it was. I loved it, and we rode it as many times as we could. We absolutely loved it. It is, um, you don't get that kind of anticipation like you do the Tower of Terror at Disney World. It is, like, very quick. They, like, pull you back from the station, and it's like you're off and running. It's super fun, great music. Just, I can't say enough good things about it. Like, that fear I have at Tower of Terror, I didn't have an ounce of that uh, for Guardians of the Galaxy absolutely loved it. And then also I should have mentioned by this time that we had purchased MaxPass. So the FastPass system at Disneyland is a little bit different. Uh, you are not able to schedule FastPasses ahead of time. And if you want to, you can purchase MaxPass on the Disneyland app on your phone. And that is $15 per person per day. And that allows you to make the FastPasses through the app. You if you don't want to purchase purchase Max Pass, there are kiosks throughout the park by the rides that you can schedule your Fast Passes at. So it's not it's not required to get Max Pass. It's just a lot easier um, to just be standing in line uh, for something or or um, you know be walking through the park and say, okay, that's the Fast Pass we want to grab next. So um, especially if you're Park hopping, and you're in between parks, and you're like, okay, let's see what's available over at Disneyland and grab one from there. So, I uh, highly recommend MaxPass. In addition to being able to make your fast passes with it, you can also get your um, photo pass downloads as part of that. So, uh, I think that that's an added benefit to it. It really, I just think, makes it worth the $15 per person per day. So, uh at that point, we had made a fast pass then for radiator springs racers, and it was almost right around the eight o'clock mark that we had made it. I want to say maybe eight ten and so we did have some time to kill, so we actually just kind of walked around and took some pictures. And we found a lovely PhotoPass photographer uh, in the Cars Land area who was not super busy because it was really early. And she, um, <laughs> she took us to like a second location to take some more pictures, just kind of down the street a little bit. And she was just lovely. And she had all the time to spend with us, which was really, really nice. So we then did our fast pass for Radiator Springs Racers and I almost I want to say I think while we were waiting for that we might have done Radiator Springs Racers in the single rider line so if you don't mind your party being split up you can do a single rider line it's a lot shorter of a line typically. And they will put you in to the empty seats in cars. So again, you if you don't mind being split up from your party, that's a good way to do that ride without much of a wait. Uh, and then we headed over actually to Soren to ride that, and we assumed that the wait would be pretty low because it was just right at park opening, and it was already at seventy five minutes. So we did not ride Soren. We did not want to wait. It is actually the exact same. Um, film as it is at Disney World and we've all done that many times so we just didn't feel like 75 minutes uh, waiting in line for that was a good use of our time we really wanted to focus on things that were unique to Disneyland Uh, you know even if it's Pirates of the Caribbean it's a little bit different so Soren knowing that it was exactly the same film We just didn't want to spend that time waiting for it. So we walked across the promenade uh, directly to Disneyland. And I I know I've talked about this before, but I cannot emphasize how close these two parks are. I don't think it's even a three-minute walk across the promenade from one park to the other. It's so easy to park hop. Um, and we might've done some shopping a little bit along the way, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so we, then we walked into Disneyland, we grabbed a bite to eat at the Jolly Holiday Bakery. And by that time it, we were, uh, eligible for our, another fast pass. The app will tell you, uh, the sa- the exact time that you are eligible for another fast pass. So it is, I think it's like within an hour and a half from when you make it. And then if you've already used the fast pass, so like let's say I made one for Radiator Springs Racers, 8.10, and we used it at 8.20, we were eligible then for a new fast pass as soon as we used that one. But let's say I made a fast pass for Radiator Springs Racers, but it was later in the day, like 4 p.m., the app would tell me exactly when I was eligible for a new fast pass even though I hadn't used that Radiator Springs Racers one. So uh, you, you get the hang of it very quickly. It's a little bit complicated, but it's, you know, also very user-friendly. The, the app will certainly tell you when it's time to, 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 the app will give you the time. It's not going to, like, send you an alert, but it will give you the time. So what we were doing is we were just plugging it into our alarm on our phone. Like, okay, get, you know, because you can lose track of time pretty quickly, especially if you're not looking at your phone constantly. So anyway, we had a little bite to eat. Um, maybe we would call that breakfast number two at Jolly Holiday Bakery. And then we went over to Big Thunder Mountain to ride that with a fast pass. And then we uh, walked over to Fantasyland and did some of the the dark rides, as they're called. Um, so there's Snow White, there's Pinocchio's Daring Journey. Uh, I did not do Mr. Toad's uh, at that point. I've done that one before. I didn't feel like I needed to do it again. I rode the carousel. Um, There are just some other really unique things. I mean, the carousel is not unique. There's one at Disney World, but I wanted to ride it, of course. And um, we took some other pictures. And by this time, we were just kind of waiting for our friends to arrive. So we went ahead and grabbed lunch at the Red Rose Tavern which is in Fantasyland. It's themed like Beauty and the Beast. They had a Mickey celebration bun that I got with my burger. So it was red and it was a red bun with black sesame seeds, kind of like his pants, I guess. Uh, And then they also had kind of a gray stuff dessert. Uh, I love the gray stuff at Walt Disney World at Be Our Guest. So I wanted to try that and I was not disappointed. Everything was really good. And uh, then I think at that time we headed over to do It's a Small World, and I wanted to point out, uh, I I absolutely love It's a Small World. And I really love the version at Disneyland. It incorporates some of the Disney characters into it. So in in uh, England, you'll see Alice in Wonderland. And in Hawaii, you'll see, or, you know, like the Polynesian one, you'll see Lilo and Stitch. So I just absolutely really like seeing those touches. It's It's such a sweet ride. And the facade for this one is really, really neat as well. So I don't think it's to be missed. I think you should really try and do it if you're there. After that, we went and grabbed a churro. Uh, I've never had a churro before. I had a bite of this churro. Uh, I would say in the future... I would eat a bite of someone else's churro, but I would not need to buy my own. Um, I didn't dislike it, but it's not something I would choose over some of the other snacks I like. And um, so anyway, so that's my churro <laughs> story for today. But we, uh, we just kind of sat down, waited for our friends. Uh, we wanted to stay in a central location so we could meet up with them. Once they got in, we caught up for a little bit. And then uh, we headed over to the Storybook Land Canal Boats, which is just this really darling ride uh, on a boat where you get to um, ride through you know they have like models of the castles of the princesses I think it's just a really sweet ride um, and it's unique to Disneyland so we wanted to do that and then we took some time Um, some of the girls went and did some of those kind of those dark rides that some of us had already done so we split up a little bit to do that And then we got back together um, in order to watch Mickey's Sensational Parade, uh, which was really fun. And um, some of the other girls then did Small World because they hadn't ridden it yet. And then we all got together again to head over to Adventureland so we could do Indiana Jones. And Indiana Jones is very similar to Dinosaur at Animal Kingdom at Walt Disney World but it's of course a whole different story Uh, but the the ride vehicle and the kind of the you know, how how it works. The building is very similar to Dinosaur. and But I really, really like this one. Uh, I like them both. But Indiana Jones is super fun. In fact, when I was telling my mom about this, she was like, oh, I love that one. Like, it's just like good memories. It's a really fun ride. And then we did the Enchanted Tiki Room. Uh, I love that one. So I wanted to be sure to hit that up. And then we knew we had dinner reservations at the Blue Bayou restaurant, which is over in like the New Orleans Square area. So we headed over there to do Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion, which are both in that area. And while those rides are, you know, they have them at Walt Disney World, I think they're quite different at Disneyland. So if you haven't done them uh, or, or, you know, if you you want to be like, oh, that's the same thing, they're very different. So I would encourage you to do them as well. The facade. Is different for sure uh it's more new orleans themed it, for haunted mansion and then just the kind of the whole queue area is really interesting for pirates of the caribbean so definitely recommend doing those and then um then we had dinner at the blue bayou as i mentioned we had reservations uh reservations are required and for disneyland you can make your reservations 60 days in advance uh it's not as nearly as competitive as it is at Disney World. However, we had a party of eight. So we did make it at that 60-day mark to be sure that we would get that reservation. Uh, And we had a lovely dinner. If you're not familiar with the Blue Bayou, it is... Inside, but you feel like you're outside it's themed like you're kind of on the bayou uh, with I would say without the mosquitoes, probably, and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride actually goes right through it, so that's a really cool feature of this you you don't get a lot you know you're not hearing people, I mean unless you get kind of a rowdy bunch that knows they're going through a restaurant, but for the most part it's a very nice uh ambiance, and we had excellent dinner. Uh, I think I had like surf and turf, and there were a lot of uh, gumbo options and um you know just kind of that Cajun flavoring after dinner at Blue Bayou. We headed out of the park, and I needed to do some shopping. There was a shirt I had seen earlier in the day and I should have bought it then and I didn't and I know better than that but I was hoping I could find it at the World of Disney store at Downtown Disney and I could not find it I was looking everywhere could not find it and I asked a cast member and I described it to him and he said you know what I I, we don't have it on the floor but I've seen it in the back you know and he asked which size and I just waited for him to bring it to me and he found it I think I hugged him I definitely probably hugged him and I was super grateful for him going above and beyond for that shirt because it matched my new ears that I had bought and I wanted to wear it the next day. So I was very grateful for that. And we then all headed back to the Disneyland Hotel uh, because that is where we were staying that night. Our luggage was transferred from Paradise Pier over there. And so when we were able to check in to the Disneyland Hotel. We grabbed our luggage then, I think. I was sorry. I was just kind of thinking through how that happened because we moved resorts a lot. So I can't remember, but I I feel like I had to grab my luggage downstairs at Bell Services. I did so that took a little bit of not not terrible amount of time, but it took a little bit of time. And um, then we just kind of called it a night because we'd had such a busy day. And um, I I didn't you know go through everything we did. I just kind of went over the highlights. But we really maximized that fa- Max Pass system in order to get the most fast passes that we could. Um, I'm not a big fan of waiting in line, so the Max Pass system really works for that. I mean I don't I think the longest thing we waited for was storybook um land canal boats because it doesn't have a fast pass option and I think we made it waited maybe twenty minutes for that. But um other than that, you know, I think the <laughs> sometimes the girls would get annoyed with me because I would be like, No I'm not gonna wait in line for that, you know, like we'll just max pass it. Uh so All in all we had a really lovely day. The weather was really lovely. It was chilly enough in the morning that we needed cardigans but by the afternoon it was sunny. I should have had a hat on and I didn't but uh, it was really a lovely day. We took time to take some pictures and really enjoy the day. And then I just wanted to talk quickly about our second day. Our adventure started uh, we met our adventure guides in the lobby that morning, um, so now this is Thursday morning, and we met our adventure guides there about maybe around 8.30 a.m., because again, we had to pack up and move over to the Grand Californian Resort, and that's where our adventure guides were waiting for us. They, I'll talk about this more in the next episode, but they just you know kind of met us, got some information from us, and then we had to pick up our tickets from them because they were part of our adventure. So we picked up our tickets from them and then we headed over to the parks. So the Grand Californian has an entrance that goes directly into the California Adventure Park, and so we were able to use that entrance and go right into California Adventure. We headed back to the Paradise Pier area. We did a few things over there, and then we took some time to take some pictures, and we had lunch at Carthay Circle, which was also a really lovely experience. Um, It's really, it's a very, very nice restaurant. We were in just like our park clothes, you know, but it was really nice to be in such a beautiful restaurant that's in a theme park. It was just a really nice experience. And then I feel like we probably took some time to ride Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe once or twice with a max pass. And then I was insistent and I, you know, I was like, I don't care who goes with me, I'll go by myself. But I wanted to see the frozen show that's there. It is a live stage show. It is a little bit over an hour. Um, so it's it's a significant show, and it was one of the highlights of my trip. It was so beautiful, and I've seen Frozen on Broadway. So, like, you know, I've had that experience, and I just absolutely loved it. I couldn't have loved it anymore. I was so glad I made time to do that. Of course, I didn't have to do it alone. Um, some of the groups split up, but uh, I was able, you know, some of my girlfriends sat and watched it with me and we all loved it. And I'm sure I cried. I know I cried. And the staging was fantastic. The talent was fantastic. If you are going to California Adventure and Disneyland, uh, I think that is well worth the time spent there. It is incredible. And then from there, we headed back to our resort um, because that's where we were supposed to meet up with our adventure guides at the the lobby again in the Grand California. And so I'm going to, you know, cut that this off here because that is where the adventure started. But I'm going to just put a pause right now and then go. The adventure was Thursday, like end of day Thursday through end of day Saturday. And so Sunday we had all the time to ourselves again. So I'm going to pick up back there on Sunday morning because we again did that extra magic hour and we had there were just two of us because again it was a seven o'clock extra magic hour. But I wanted to just point out to you that we were able to do Incredicoaster once, could have done it again if we wanted to. I mean it was literally you walk up, get on the coaster and we could have done it again, but we wanted to head to Guardians of the Galaxy. And then we did Guardians of the Galaxy three times in a row. And so if you can manage to get up that early, that extra man- magic hour is such a benefit. I mean, you know, there are people that get to do Guardians of the Galaxy once when they go because of the wait times or whatever, which is unnecessary. You can do Max Pass and get a, fa- a fast pass for it. But, you know, I just want to point out that that extra magic hour is so beneficial to have that time. I mean, we- and there was just nobody in the park, it was just empty, and we could have done whatever we wanted to. So I just wanted to point that out. Um, and then we spent uh, the rest of the day, we just kind of did some of the other rides that we had wanted to do Um You know, that we missed throughout our other days in the parks. And then we spent a lovely evening that night. Um, My flight actually got canceled. I was supposed to leave Sunday afternoon, and I ended up leaving Monday morning because my flight was canceled. But uh, so we had a lovely dinner at downtown Disney on Sunday night. And then um, I stayed at the Disneyland Hotel again on Sunday night with some girlfriends that were also staying there. So, all in all, it was just it was a whirlwind, but it was such a wonderful trip. Uh, for any Disney fan, I cannot recommend Disneyland. Uh the both parks highly enough. It, it you you feel I mean, this is where Walt, you know, actually built the park. This is the park that Walt walked in. You feel that history when you're there, but then you feel how Everything has been refreshed, and there's so many unique attractions there. And then there are so many of the the attractions that you love from Walt Disney World, but they're just a little bit different here or there, and they make you love it in a whole different way. And then California Adventure Park is also, I mean, it's so neat with the Pixar Pier area that has the Incredicoaster, and it also has Toy Story Mania, and it has uh, Jesse's Critter Carousel. So it's so neat, so neatly themed there. I absolutely love that. We got a num-num cookie at one point and uh, ate at the Lamplight Lounge, but that was kind of during our break time in our adventure. So I'll talk about that a little bit later. And then also in California Adventure Park, they are building... A new uh, Marvel area that is going to be like superhero themed. So, uh, to be determined on that, as as far as what what everything is going to be in there, it's going to be very exciting, of course. And then they just have some other really fun attractions at California Adventure. It's an easier park to manage, I think. Um, so if you're going, what I recommend, if you can, I recommend three days. You're probably going to do. Two days at Disneyland and one day at California Adventure. I do recommend that park hopper because it is so easy to go back and forth between the two parks. And then I always recommend staying at a Disney on-site resort. There are three options there, the Grand Californian, the Disneyland Hotel, and the Paradise Pier Hotel. And I have now stayed at all three of them, would recommend all three of them. Grand Californian is the easiest because it has that entrance to um, the California Adventure Park, which was super helpful on that extra magic hour day when we could just walk right there and we were already kind of partway back of the park you know I mean that made it super easy for us to make a beeline to the Incredicoaster and then um, but the Paradise Pier Hotel and Disneyland Hotel are in very easy walking distance Um, it's just such a different experience than Disney World so I definitely recommend this Um, and if you are someone that isn't like You don't want to do the planning, you don't want to plan ahead, like you don't know what you're going to want to eat six months in advance and you don't know what ride you're going to want to ride at a certain time, (laughs) two months in advance, Disneyland is the perfect option for you because it is very fly by the seat of your pants and you just kind of decide what you're going to, I mean you go in with a bit of a plan of course, but you use your max pass to really make the most of that and get as much done as you want to do. Okay. Thank you for listening. As I said, next week will be about the adventure and all the details on that. And I can't wait to talk to you about it. It was so special and so unique and I loved it. This whole experience was just 100% incredible. Okay. I will talk to you next week. See you real soon.